Howdy, howdy. Why, hello there, probers. And, and welcome to But It Was Aliens. The... <laughs> the extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we probe paranormal events to determine for the questionable benefit of humanity as to whether these events really were paranormal. My name is Kev and it's my turn to host this week, meaning that co-hosting this week with no idea as to what is coming up is Mr. Granville Moonwalker. I walk on moons. We are travelling to the cold colds of North America today, Mr. Moonwalker. North America? How north? Oh, real north. Borderline Canada north? Borderline Canada north. Hey, buddy. Borderline tip of the globe north. Borderline the tip. Are you ready for the tip? We're touching the tip today. We're borderline touching the tip. Hmm. Real, real borderline. Frosty. We begin our tale today with a song. I won't sing this song, but I will recount the details of this legitimate original Inuit song, which was translated into English around 1889 in the Journal of American Folklore. I'll add quickly that we are going to use the term Inuit today. This wasn't an area I was particularly educated around before beginning this podcast, but I've learned that the term Eskimo has its origins in colonial times and Inuit is the preferred terminology of the First Nation people. The Inuit song I refer to was collected amongst many by Franz Boas, who explored Baffinland in Canada gathering the tales of the Inuit people as Boas did. It was then translated by H. Rink for the journal. The tale I'm about to recount to you was passed down from generation to generation in dimly lit snow houses over many, many years. Generations, in fact. Many moons. The song begins, She who did not want to have a husband... A dog she takes for her husband. So that either means... I'm not saying either. That probably means that she had a dog as a companion rather than another human. No, it doesn't. It it means exactly what it says it means. No. <laughs> Who do you reckon the best man was? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. No. (laughs) She married a dog, son. She married a dog. Can you actually do that? Yeah. I feel like this is probably a really obvious law that we should know, but why the hell would you look this up unless you were planning to marry an animal? There was a Jerry Springer episode. (laughs) The MIBs have just messaged you. (laughs) Stop that shit now. They're on to us. A man married a horse. Really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Jerry, Jerry, Steve. So it must be legal to marry a horse if a man married a horse. I suppose it would depend what country. How you're in. How would you spoon it? Would you like hug it from behind? I mean, or would just, it be upright and you'd yeah, hug yeah. it on the back? 
Or would you just because get on the horse? If you're like hugging you the back, you ain't spoon and leading to fork in it, are you? I mean, for the person who's married it, not for us, obviously. Hypothetically, you understand, for science. I don't know. Which way would you do it? I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you'd go front. I'm not marrying you'd, up. You'd off. be the little spoon. <laughs> to be fair, everyone would be the little spoon. I don't know why in my head I'm talking about it. Well, except you. <laughs> uh, oh, I'd be the giant spoon. Exactly. I'd be the ladle. <laughs> you could pick that horse up and put it in your pocket. Indeed. Pocket horse. Stroke its mane, mane. The lady who took a dog for a husband was found under the same cover with the dog and would soon give birth. No. Oh, yes. The lady gave birth to ten children. Well, I say children. Five were dogs. The other five? Children. Ish. I'm going to go ahead and admit here that yes, this story is effed up. And if I'm brutally honest, it's about to get more effed up. Did she take in a dog and the dog just happened to be pregnant already because it was out, you know, messing with other dogs? And was she out messing with other men? And that's how she got pregnant. I mean, a, a fine tale, but no, she banged a dog and got pregnant by the dog, gave birth to dogs and children-ish. No. <laughs> Why is this so hard for you to grasp? I've given you the f- evidence at the start. This is You're a- about to say facts. <laughs> <laughs> I've given the you evidence your mind. to the facts right at the start, so you can't query this. You just have to accept it. The fact that you were about to say facts and change it to evidence leads me to believe that you query it. I do not query it. (laughs) (laughs) How could I query such a tale? It's getting hot in here. You've been found out. The grandfather would bring the children seals, but they were freaking voracious and would absolutely obliterate the food, wanting more and more. Because of this, The grandfather decided that the children needed to live on an island and the grandfather carried the mother, the dog and the children to that island. The father, aka the dog, continued to swim across the water every day to collect meat from the grandfather, which the dog would carry back in a pair of boots tied around his neck. Just to be clear, the grandfather insisted that this was the arrangement when he moved the family. One day though, the grandfather filled the dog's neck boots with stones rather than meat, and when the dog returned to the water, the good boy drowned. I have a question. How big was this dog? Dog-sized? Because... I mean, it wasn't a little lap dog, it was a proper dog, like my dog. Okay. So, he would feed the children as seals, but they would absolutely obliterate the food, wanting more and more. Yeah. Big dogs. Proper dogs. So, one dog is now carrying meat for the entire family. Oh, yeah. Around his neck. In boots. But there's less meat there than what would be in seals. So, did the grandfather put them on the island because they would eat too much and there would be none left for others? Or, like, what? (laughs) 
Or was this the plan all along because the grandfather didn't like it that his daughter had banged a dog? And it's uh, brought shame upon his name. So he's about to uh, take matters into his own hands. Well, he, he has well, taken... I have a question, yeah. actually. It's right. a grandfather. Yeah? Is it the dog's dad or her dad? <laughs> it's her dad. I'm afraid it is her dad. Is it a bigger dog? <laughs> Grand doggy. The grandfather continued to send meat to the family, even without dog dad. How? But the mother told her children to watch the grandfather, and when he was out in his kayak, to kill him. The children obeyed. The mother then sent her children to travel the world, worried that her father's friends may come for the children. I should probably clarify here that when I say children, I mean adlet. Lower half dog, upper half human. Dog people. Dog people. Dog, dog people. Dogs. <laughs> Can they speak both dog and human? We might get onto that in a bit. Another longer account of the legend explains that the mother sent the dogs to get the grandfather and they gnawed off the grandfather's hands and feet but the grandfather still managed to get the mother in his boat and throw, who remember, was his daughter, overboard. The daughter clung to the boat and the grandfather cut off her fingers, which drifted into the ocean and transformed into seals and whales. <laughs> I'm looking you in the eyes, I tell you this. The grandfather, <laughs> the MIB's like, this is all true. The grandfather then let the lady climb back on board. The grandfather still died in the end. The lady then sent the dogs across the seas and the adlet inland. There were tales like this all around the Inuit lands. Tales exist in Greenland, the largest island on the earth, which is in North America, but makes up part of the Kingdom of Denmark last I checked. Meanwhile, in Point Barrow in Alaska, a tale was passed down of the dog which freed itself from the stick it was tied to, went into a house and shagged the lady who gave birth to humans and dogs. Random story. I, <laughs> I have several questions. Yes. Okay. Okay. So upper half human. Lower half dog. Lower half dog. Uh, roof, roof. How did they gnaw his hands and feet off? With their human teeth. If they gnawed his so hands... Half and... of the children were dogs, remember? Okay. The lower <laughs> half. <laughs> <laughs> if they gnawed his hands and feet off... The five doggy children, yeah. How did he manage to throw his daughter overboard? He limbed her. Or maybe he plugged in a prosthetic. And how was she not strong enough to uh, fight off this limbing? She'd given birth to ten children. <laughs> this limbing. <laughs> She'd had a very tough life looking after all those... So she was weak. ...dogs and adlets. She got limbed. She she got limbed, yes. The limbing. <laughs> <laughs> Limb job. <laughs> Is that the end of your questions? Hold on. 
no, I can't. I need to know right now. <laughs> you don't have any. I'm going to assume that you accept this all as fact and move on. Okay, go. I love that you accept that the fingers... I was just seals. about to say, how did um, the fingers right, become seals moving on nails? Moving on. I think now that we've covered their origin, it's about time to check out what these creatures look like. I've popped a few select images in the research notes for you, Mr. Moonwalker, if you'd like to now say what you see. <sighs> okay. So on the left, we have a adlet. There's something about this first one that tickles me. Is it the ears? I don't know. It might be the moustache. <laughs> so yeah, a typical man with elf ears, long black hair, giant hands and husky legs. Like the dog, husky. He looks like, um, is it the witcher that has elves that look like this? From the top half, the Netflix series. Don't all elves look like that? Well... In night. They do, but there's one in particular that looks like this specific person, I guess, is what I'm getting at. But regardless, let's move on. Is it the one from the start that yes. was friends with yes. Siri? Yes. I can't remember his name. Friend. <laughs> I was about to say, who cares what his name is? And then on the right, we have a painting of a... I'm just... Looks like a white wolf. Tiny ears. Yeah, with blood all over blood, it. Blood, yeah. It's think, had a meal. Yeah, this is what happens if I think the the top half human goes a bit too goes a little too nori. I was about to say, a bit is too this, much. Uh, starts turning into full dog. Is this what happened when they gnawed possibly the limbs off? Because this thing looks like one of the ghouls from Ghostbusters, the first one. Limikins. <laughs> <sighs> I've laughed so hard my back cracked. Uh, <laughs> I've shown Mr. Moonwalker another two images, the last of which is actual photographic evidence of these creatures, <laughs> which I will post to our Instagram at But It Was Aliens. Um, you know the typical British geezer with the hat. Yep, the flat hat. What so, they called? Oh, I can't think what they're called, and I've literally bought one of those hats once for my father. It's not just like a flat cap. I think it's got a specific name, but who cares? Begins with a D? Is it a Denby or something? Dad cap. Shit like that. <laughs> Either way, um, yeah, it's one of them, but they look like if you shaved a British bulldog and stuck a geezer's head on it. Literally <laughs> <laughs> bulldog with a, yeah. a geezer head. That's, yeah. British bulldog. British bull geezer. <laughs> It's not even worth covering the other picture. It's just an <laughs> no. springing with a spear. Interesting that they're using a spear when they could use their claws, but... Well, their hands are normal. They've got normal hands. Yeah, but their feet are claws. Yeah, but then I suppose you'd have to land on it perfectly, wouldn't you? Like a hawk. So maybe you'd damage some of the meat with a spear. Spear through the head. Save the rest. You know, I, I thought you'd put two and two together here a little bit but you actually haven't i think you've got too distracted by the true nature of this tale but in some accounts these creatures are basically inuit werewolves it's not really clear to me how these things get mixed in with werewolves because i saw nothing about them changing between human and adlet form in the early stories but there you go 
What did seem fairly consistent in the original accounts is that the Adlet were generally on the losing end of any encounter with humans. Pussies. I'm not sure whether that's because they have paws rather than hands or if there are some doggy needs that just can't be silenced, but these creatures don't generally cause too much bother, really. They're just kind of about. It's just there. They're Geezer. the... Uh, they're the... The geezers. All bark, no bite. If you see one... I'll fucking have you. <laughs> you fucking turn to them and then they just shrink in the corner. Do, do you pet it? Or do you say, what, mate? All right, mate. All right, mate. And he's like, all right, all right geese. <laughs> geese them up. <laughs> um, yeah, because there's no, like, full moon talk or anything like that, I just didn't even think of werewolves. <laughs> we got too caught up in the sheer audacity of the tale, I think. Uh, I'm going to read my own question here in the research notes. Does their upper half think like a human, but lower half have the needs of a dog? So the brain is like trying to socialise, get a job, but the lower half just wants to do doggy things. <laughs> dig in the dirt, gets the scent of a dog on heat and it's gone. Isn't that through the upper half? Well, the scent would be, but the reaction's going to come from the bottom half walking towards the source. They're walking into a meeting and then just start dragging their ass across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> job interview. One moment, please. <laughs> just slide them, moonwalking and wiping their butt across the carpet. <laughs> Sorry, I'll be right with you. I get excited. Uh, their tail starts wagging. Yeah. It's like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> the hell is that? Nothing. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <sighs> Absolute hottie walks in and it's just... Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> it's like, uh, is there a problem here? <laughs> no. <laughs> now, granted... I've made some outlandish claims on this podcast before. That you have. I know this, Granville. I know. But I think it's a pretty safe assertion to state that sightings of the Adlet continue to this day. No. In January 2020, in the Niagara region of Ontario, Canada, an anonymous individual and a friend were driving home on a dark and snowy night. It was so dark that most of the streetlights had turned off. As the duo drove past a driveway, something glistened amongst the darkness and attracted our subject's eyes. As our anonymous person focused in, they saw that beside a post box in a ditch was a tall, white, hairy creature stood on all fours with what appeared to be longer front limbs than back limbs. The witness was absolutely certain that this was no creature they had ever seen before. As they asked their friend if they saw it, and they responded that they hadn't, they both turned to witness the creature's white ass disappearing into the darkness of the woods. So one sighting is one thing, but the very next night, this person's brother was out at a friend's house. The brother returned about 11.30pm in a state of sheer panic. 
It turns out that as the brother was walking home, he heard a blood-curdling growl. The brother turned to be greeted by the sight of, you guessed it, a big white creature with its white ass out as it quickly disappeared into the darkness. The brothers were descendant of First Nations peoples, which some accounts suggested may attract the adlet. So they may have just seen a white wolf or... Running away with its ass out? I mean, if it's running away, I mean, it's a wolf as ass is going to be out. <laughs> Not like it wears trousers. I thought I might slide that one past you. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, or they saw a Great Dane just up on its hind legs. Maybe it was looking for something. A wild Great Dane? Maybe it just got loose. Maybe it was an adlet. Maybe someone had been banging dogs in the area. I mean, that's pretty randy behaviour. Well. Maybe a dog's just loose. Needs must. <laughs> I can't stand by that statement. Needs must not. <laughs> um, so, where have these adlet been hiding for all these years? Well, they're not hiding. They're being seen. I'm going to tell you. So how have they managed to live this long? Or how have humans managed to live this long? They bang and regenerate. I want to see a live Regenerate? (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely what happens. Our secret's out. Shit. (laughs) Redacted. (laughs) They bang and give birth to children. Slash dogs. (laughs) Slash geezer dogs. I'm thinking the name in my head. If you had a geezer dog, what would you call it? The first thing that's come to my mind probably isn't really a very geezer name, but I thought Tony. What, Tony? (laughs) I went with Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Next. (laughs) I take you to an unknown time in an unknown but likely North American location. A young unknown boy was returning to their sleigh full of unknown items. Scratch that. Let's add some flavour to this one. In Bum Pufferoo, a 13-year-old named Gherking was returning to their sleigh after the last call on their doctor's rounds. Yes, Gherkin was a doctor. As Gherkin neared his sleigh full of medical supplies... Gherkin heard a blood-curdling growl. Gherkin, a 12-year quality... I want to hear that blood-curdling growl. (laughs) My blood just curdled. Gherkin, a 12-year qualified cryptologist, knew that sound immediately and turned to be greeted by the sight of a half-human, half-dog-like creature searching through the medical supplies. Gherkin knew their people needed those meds and so, as a 17-year veteran in karate, (laughs) Gherkin engaged the beast in hand-to-hand combat. The creature was strong, too strong, but Gherkin gained the upper hand for just long enough to whip out his camera. 
Gherkin, as a 24-year pro photographer, in his last breath, was able to get one photo of this beast. I have the photo of this encounter, which I will produce for you now, Mr. Moonwalker. He is a level three <laughs> pro photographer uh, and a level two in karate. <laughs> Gherkin is that guy. Several. <laughs> oh, so it looks like a computer-generated picture of a blurry wolf, but at the same time, it could look like a wolf is trying to fuck something. Or ride a jet ski. I'm not sure. Ride a jet ski. Search and medical supplies. <laughs> I'd just like to remind you, the person who took this photo was a young kid. So and was a level four <laughs> in pro photography. 24-year veteran, son. I expect that picture to be better. <laughs> That's an awful picture. The, but it's their last breath. It does look like a werewolf. I'll give them that. So whoever computer generated this, done it well. It's not computer generated. It's a real because photo. Look at it. Aunt Adlet's meant not... to be top half human. Well, this one had wolf. gnawed a bit too much. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what happens. You turn into that Ghostbusters Zool. <laughs> the key. <laughs> Okay, sure. This isn't technically an adlet when you look at it closely. It's a dog man, which we may probe at a future point. But this comes up when you look for adlet sightings, so I had to include it. I actually do think a bit of the problem with these things is that the internet gets confused on what they are. The description is clearly top half human, bottom half woof woof, but a lot of images come out differently. I tested this and on the day I researched this section, I googled Adlet sighting and below is the first image that came up for you, Mr. Moonwalker. Again, I'll post this on our Instagram at But It Was Aliens. It's like the mind of the internet can't quite comprehend when the top half isn't human. <laughs> oh, it's almost as if it's made up. There's different descriptions well, out there. This this image is obviously not photographic as the last one I showed you, which is a definite photo. Do you believe? Yeah. That I believe in all sorts. There is a life after love doggy version of this story, in which <laughs> the bottom half is human and the top half is a dog, and they're the more dominant of the species, and they're like the real version. Passed down from woof woof to woof woof. Yep. And this is this is the picture. I like how it's doing like the Fonz hands. Ay. <laughs> Ay. In his little robe. Look at him. Minx. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Hugh Hefner of Adler. <laughs> it's kinda of like mermaid. It's kinda of like mermaid 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 to me. Nobody ever pictures the top half as the fish. <laughs> True. The world simply can't process what we'd struggle to bang. We have one more sighting I'm going to cover today from years ago. By years, do you mean like three years? Or do you mean 
175,000 years. That information. Or somewhere in between. That information is classified. Thank you to the Pine Barren Institute for some of the accounts shared today, by the way. A 33-year-old was out with her boyfriend, returning from a friend's in Alexandria, again in Ontario, Canada. The boyfriend was driving, so I think we can safely say 325,000, 100,000 years ago. The boyfriend was driving, and the anonymous person, we shall call her Betty. Betty? Had... had an orgasm by the sounds of it had their head against the window of the car resting it was dark but suddenly Betty saw a pair of yellow eyes staring back at the vehicle in the distance amongst the shadows as Betty focused she could make out that there was a figure crouching between the road and the ditch beside the road a crouching combination of human and dog. Adlet. White ass. White ass, baby. The eyes were big. All the better to see you with. My dear. Betty was taken over by the feeling that this thing could read her every thought and Betty screamed. The boyfriend, on hearing the scream, slowed down but Betty immediately yelled at him to speed up. The creature vanished from view in an instant but Betty was left crying for the rest of the evening. Betty suffered from nightmares for years. You know what she saw don't you? Adler. There'd been some workmen there and uh, one of them had just left his fluorescent jacket on a tree or on a branch. And she saw that glistening in the reflection of the car lights and she pooped her panties. I, I hear you, but how do you explain the white arse? <laughs> Someone asleep with their ass tooted up in the air. And a high-vis jacket on. Yep. I mean, as much as we cover the gnawing at the start, this thing doesn't seem particularly vicious, does it? It's just kind of there. There. Well, maybe it was out looking for medical supplies. <laughs> what if they think this thing has got some hidden powers what like reading her mind yeah it's psychic but it projects nightmares onto people and then they get pregnant by the nightmares oh. and give birth to adlets all it can do is think doggy thoughts and so whilst it's psychic it can't do anything with it whatsoever do you reckon it looks at the car going I can chase that I can chase that <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's always seen by people driving fast Looking at other explanations for the original Inuit tale, Adlet was also a possibly derogatory term for First Nation peoples, and so this story may, in some way, be a tale about an Inuit and First Nation couple with complex undertones. The origin tale suggests that the dogs that went across the world became the ancestors of Scandinavian people who returned generations later with things that pleased the Inuit. The Adlet, meanwhile, were aggressive and to be kept at bay. Basically, bang the Nordic people and our people will be treated well and get good things in exchange. 
Except the Nordics, for they make your elders happy, sod the others. So we may have a case of shaping the culture, so to speak, for future benefit, if not a more offensive explanation. On top of that, do we have a case of mistaken sightings? In Ontario, Canada alone, there are more than 9,000 wolves. Wolves are freaking huge. Almost as big as greybeard backyard foxes, in fact. Wolves may approach human supplies trying to scavenge, and indeed it's been theorised as to whether dogs were first domesticated as they approached early human settlements for these reasons. And that's basically all we have today. Ancient origin? Maybe dog people? Maybe dogs? So if this is a derogatory term, do you reckon it's similar to the Neanderthals? How so, sorry? Um, I cannot remember the exact um, thing here, but I think there's... I'm going to butcher this to shit. It's what we do. Humans and Neanderthals, or just let's just say humans and Neanderthals for sake of argument. But they were looked at as two different species of human. So do you think this is their derogatory term for that other species the same way that we have stupid people that are racist and class other races as lesser than uh, do you think that's something similar possible yeah possible and the grandfather was pissed off because his daughter went with another race or yeah i mean this this could well be as as i said either an old tale handed down to encourage people to make decisions that result in positive things for their community despite potentially horrific circumstances or it could be old potentially xenophobic tales passed down or racist tales passed down it's hard to say really that you kind of touched on it right at the start in almost the first section i think where you were talking about was this a metaphor for I don't know if you used that exact word, but you were saying, was it like a, a tale passed down to teach lessons and stuff? Mm. Could be. And I guess we'll never know whether that was a positive tale or a negative tale. Certainly wasn't a dog tale. <laughs> uh, the grey wolf but is... The grey wolf is big. Big white bum. Six foot six long. About two and a half to three feet tall. Starred in gladiators. Massive things. He was scary. But he was, like, one of the best. Mm-hmm. He was the best, let's be honest. People yeah. loved watching that show for the Wolfman. In... I didn't. <laughs> In summary, we've covered the Adlet. Hopefully that's not Adlet, because I've been saying it Adlet <laughs> the whole episode. Do you know what... <sighs> I actually researched how to pronounce these ones at the time that I researched the sh episode. And totally forgot. Totally forgot. Absolutely. But we always ruin our pronunciation, so nothing new there. This tale was first recounted by the Inuit. I hope that's not a silent T as well. Inuai. <laughs> the Inuit folks who told of a lady who banged a dog. 
The lady gave birth to five children and five dogs, and the dad, aka a dog, swam across waters every day to collect meat from the lady's father to feed the family. The dog would fill a pair of boots around his neck with the meat, but one day the grandfather filled those boots with rocks, drowning the dog. Fill your boots, son. The mother ordered her children to attack the grandfather when he was out on his kayak in revenge. The grandfather was indeed killed and the lady then sent her children to settle across the lands, spawning the adlet, lower half dog and upper half human, who survived into the current era. We described a few popular adlet images. We then covered some modern sightings, including a couple of friends seeing a white hairy adlet on their way home in Canada during 2020. The next night, their brother saw it too. Both mentioned the creature's white ass. We also covered the little boy Gherkin, who saw an adlet raiding his sleigh, although the boy snapped a photograph and it turns out that this was more of a wolf or werewolf. We mentioned that the adlet has been compared to werewolves in general. We also covered anonymous British sighting of the yellow-eyed creature. We considered other explanations, including encouraging relationships with those who could bring First Nation people's benefits and mistaken sightings of wolves. That's basically it. So is there anything you want to double back over before we conclude, Mr. Moonwalker? No. Are you saying that it was cryptids? I'm saying it was cryptic, but cryptids, no. This I really thought was this was going to be the one. Possibly just a sighting of... I think it's a tale that was passed down through generations. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it could be a good one or it could be a racist one. But I think it had been heard and also... People just saw a wolf and it could just be the fact that they'd heard the story or they told someone that they saw something and someone else mentioned that they saw an adlet. Mm. Like, oh, I saw this thing, I don't know what it was. And they goes, you saw an adlet. And then, like, explain. Like, mm. hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that it was cryptids either. With this one, I enjoyed researching the origin story. Once I was through that, a lot of sightings are just, I saw a dog thing in the woods. No mischievous behaviour, no more detailed encounters. Just, I saw this thing. Probably saw a lone wolf. Yeah, well, when you dig down into it, half of those were black sharks or dogmen rather than adlets. So ultimately, I feel slightly cheated as I research this one. With a lack of evidence also comes a lack of belief for me, but on the plus side, this research did lead me towards several other beasties to add to our ever-growing lists, and I also managed to avoid needing to Google human-dog relations. (laughs) Any final thoughts from yourself, Mr. Moonwalker? I'm very disappointed that you didn't Google that, just because I wanted it to be on your computer. (laughs) But no, nothing, nothing further from me. Well, that is a wrap for today. Thank you for listening to... But it was aliens! (sighs) I do have one question. Right? If you could be half man, half dog. But I'm half dog. (laughs) You? 
do I have a human brain or a dog brain? Well, it depends on which half you go. <laughs> Bottom half dog. <laughs> um, yeah. If you've enjoyed this episode <laughs> and would like to enjoy us some more, then you can enjoy us enjoying ourselves over at patreon.com forward slash but it was aliens for less than a coffee you can become a patron of the podcast and gain access to our side probes outlandish tales of the paranormal just like we do here we conclude as to whether those tales really were paranormal if you have some suggestions of cases for us to cover you can find us on the x twitter on <coughs> the twitter <laughs> but it was aliens <laughs> I, I feel like your voice is gradually breaking, which is concerning <laughs> considering how deep it is already. What the hell are you going to sound like in a year? On the Twitter. <laughs> Outside of that, you can join our publicly private welcome to all secret group called Extraterrestrial Towers. The towers are connected to the Bud It Was Aliens Facebook page. You can join, chat balls, share memes, just support the show really, but please don't be a creeper. Granville doesn't provide the massages through the podcast. That's his other business. That's it for this episode. So until next time, if bears are dangerous, why are they fluffy? The truth is up there. To lure you in. Happy bear. The truth <laughs> is up there. Hashtag Proba. Wah, wah, wah. Proba. Wow. Hey.